Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night? Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures. Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters. We are ready to believe you. The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's going on, everybody? Pat DeBear here, and we are back again with one of our longest-running sub-series of Flame On. Is called... it? It is. This is episode number, I want to say, 11? Have or we, is it we, I think we've done this before, where we were like, it's episode <laughs> 10, and then the next episode we were like, no, no, it was, it was 8 or 7 or something. Well, either which way... <laughs> It is one of our longest-running sub-series, and I'm excited to bring it back again and shirk my responsibilities as the host and pass them on over to BJ, who is the lead point person on our gay life conversations because he's trying to find all the dirt out about us and then try to make us cry. So, While making my life better. You guys are stepping stones. There you go. go. (laughs) I I don't mind that in the slightest. Before I send it over to BJ, I want to introduce everybody. Well, obviously, BJ is here. Hi, BJ. Hi. And joining us back from the dead, you haven't heard him on an episode of Flame On in a while, but he is back, back, back again. Josh is here, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Who? Who? We don't know here. We forgot. (laughs) I heard... I heard a whistling in the breeze. Where's that? Where's that voice coming from? I uh, I, I pitched to Pat the idea of somebody drawing a little chibi version of Josh, um, and having little chibi versions of us like staring down at him, 
and him like having his laptop like half open and his his headphones are across like the floor and at the bottom it just says bless this mess (laughs) And, and then on the back of the shirt we're all just giving him a hug and a pat on the back Aww. I love it. I love the idea. So if there's any um, artists out there um, then, and you would like to do that, by all means, we will credit you. Do it. All right. So it is time for a now that's what I call gay life episode. So BJ, you are going to lead us in this discussion. And the best part is I don't think Josh knows what the topics are. <laughs> I'm very interested to see how he uh, he 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 does with these, uh, seeing as that he is of of a fresher make than the two of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got a fresh pair of legs. Gay three point <laughs> uh, To see how he how he does with all this, so it'll be interesting. All right, so take us away, BJ. What is our topic today? What are we going to be chatting about? So our topic, we they kind of fit together, so this will be kind of a part one, and then we'll have a part two. Um, again, I always love those. Um, so part one this time around uh, will be excuses, excuses, excuses. Uh, in this age of social change that we're going through, you've got lockdown, everybody's uh, kind of checking up on everybody's receipts. Um, have we had a crush on someone who is, I guess in this day and age, problematic? Be it, you know, like a celebrity, or it could be a person. Um, so I figured we would start off with... Uh, have either of you had a crush on somebody who you know, you know, you, you gave them a pass, but you had a crush on somebody who you knew wasn't entirely, uh, let's say, socially moral by today's standards. Maybe, may, I, I will say, even if you had a crush on somebody in the past, but looking back, you're like, oof, I'm glad that didn't go through, or you're like, oof, maybe, uh, Maybe I should have listened to my friends a little bit more on that one. So we'll 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 go with we'll go with actual people first, changing names, you know, for uh, identity's sake, um, and then uh, we we can we can jump into the celebrity celebrity portion of it. Too vague. <laughs> say her names. You always say that. <laughs> but oh, do you not know what that's from, BJ? I I can't remember. It's from season 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, the first episode happened, and in the first episode of Untucked, I think it was, or maybe it was a little bit later in the season, whatever, the Vixen, um, there was a, a comment that was made. There was a little thing that had happened in Untucked, and when they did their thing in the workroom the next day, or, you know, like, afterwards when they were talking about it, because all it happened when one half of the queens was there. And then they were all in the same room. And somebody was like, oh, well, somebody said something, blah, 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 blah. And Vixen was like, uh-uh, that's too vague. Say <laughs> their names. And it became this whole thing. So now whenever we have these chats and conversations, um, <laughs> I... I I, I tend to bust out the 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 vixen uh, quote there. 
who, by the way, is actually um, my neighbor here in the building I live in. Are you serious? Yep. What? I finally, I finally ran into her in the lobby. I didn't say anything, <laughs> but I, I finally ran into the vixen. I feel like it's super weird now that you've mentioned her and she's her your neighbor. I, I would feel some sort of obligation to be like, by the way, I, I may have talked about you on my podcast, and then like run out of the elevator real quick right before it closes. I don't know. I don't know how to handle that. Like, I mean, she might hear you talking about it right now and be like, who is this bitch? Right? Well, if I pop on Grinder, I could probably tell you how many feet away she is at this point in time. That was the funny part, opening up Grinder, and I'm like, oh, I know who that person is. Oh, boy. So, all right, let's make it less vague. So, Pat, um, we'll start with you. Have you ever dated or crushed on a guy by today's standards has maybe used a lot of problematic language or maybe they had some very um not so allyish behavior so it, i had to kind of dig around in my my head for this because i haven't dated a lot of people so that part of it's kind of um not so problematic uh the couple of guys that I have had more than like a quick chat or a date or like one date versus, you know, a longer term thing. Thankfully haven't been uh, super problematic. Even looking back, I mean, I don't keep in touch with my first, you know, ex and all of that. So he could be super problematic now. I have no idea. Um, and y'all know my most recent ex um, as does the listening audience. So, I'm pre- I think it's pretty safe to say that I think I'm I'm pretty safe in him not being too problematic. The best part about that is is listeners, if you would like to find out or form your own opinions, you could just go back and start listening to the podcast from the beginning and follow his journey <laughs> all the way right. to current. Right. Uh the the pre pat episodes of Flame On, there's like twenty of them. And then now we're at like episode 240. This will be episode 242. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So in the past uh, few years, we've put out a lot of content. And that's a lot of editing I've done. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as crushes go, I don't always keep up with it. I, I'll say this. And I've had to stop. And I've really put the brakes on it myself um mentally when i would get drunk facebook tends to like to say hey well a lot of your friends are heavy bearded gentlemen so here are people you may know and i'll be like oh i'm thirsty add 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 oh no and uh in today's climate with um the social injustices that are happening um on a daily weekly monthly basis um, a lot of people, their true colors definitely come out. So I have gone through and I have whittled down um, a lot of my my feed in that respect. Because if you are not a part of the solution, you are a part of the problem. And I, I'm not allowing that to be in my life. I'm not allowing that to be a part of my life anymore. Because why would you? Why should you? Um we're really trying to make a better world. And with the Rona being what she is right now, 
the easiest and best way to do that is to uh, take those people and remove them from your life if they can't if you see that they have no uh, like capacity change. yeah no capacity for change or no like want exactly and we've talked about this I think the last time we uh, on, on the roundup we did um, I was talking about the whole cancel culture and how I'm not a fan of just canceling somebody outright but if you give a shitty half-ass apology or you um, double down on your feelings and uh, your comments, then bye, I'm out. And honestly, I'm, I'm much happier. I will say there is a, uh, there was a daddy bear named Dave. I won't do last names. Well, that's how we'll leave. We'll still leave that vague. But his name is Dave and he lives in Florida and he came to bear bust and i was like oh he's very attractive and you know a little flirty flirty nothing you know crazy and then i think i found him on facebook and this is back 2016 ish and oh his Facebook is just pro-Trump, pro-Trump, pro-Trump. All so... All of the right-wing strawman arguments um, and all of these fallacies that are spouted daily by talking heads um, on the conservative side of the spectrum. And I don't even want to say conservative. Like, the conservative side is pretty much just left of center right now. And most of the right, <laughs> yeah, most of the right side of the spectrum, right of center has become extremist um, to some degree or another. And it's just always just like, I, I can't like, I can't deal with it. Um, so I either didn't friend request them or I had, and that's how I saw the stuff. And I was like, and unfriend. Now mind you, this is four years ago. Um, and at that point I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to wipe my hands of this. He hasn't been back to parliament. Like he'd been around a couple of times. I have not seen him since I've seen him pop up on growler in like the global section, because we, even when I was in Orlando, we were never that close in proximity. Um, but I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm glad I dodged a bullet because I may find you physically attractive. But everything else about you is just no, ma'am. Oh boy, no, ma'am. There's there's a seventy five percent chance I slept with who you're talking about. <laughs> if it's the same person, it probably <laughs> is. <laughs> it probably if it's uh, knowing you and knowing your type. Yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll exchange names off the air. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have been mad if you had slept with them. If I had slept with them before I knew, I'd have been like, oh, okay, well, at least I got, you know. Right? No. I, right. I would have hit it, but no, it, it's one of those, it's one of those where I'm like, okay. Hit it and run no. it over with your truck? <laughs> and then reverse and hit it over you, again? You wouldn't, you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't pee in his mouth if his teeth were on fire? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. And I mean, we, we all know, and I think we've talked about the, uh, the Mr. Bear Bust incident and, you know, not the current reigning Mr. Bear Bust, but the issue a couple of years ago. <laughs> I was like, my hands are clean. 
My social media is clean. <laughs> <laughs> this house is clean. This house is clean. So here's a here's a good question for you. Would you? Is there? Like we mentioned that you, you you don't cancel people just for the sake of canceling them. You if they have the capacity to change, you're willing to either like you know still be friends with them or talk to them. Would you be willing to date somebody who is Republican, provided that they do meet the qualification of they're willing to hear your your arguments and everything, but they aren't changing their their political stance anytime soon? Okay, so I'm gonna say no. Because right now, the way that things are going, the way that the Republican Party as a whole is handling human rights issues and handling um, issues that directly impact me, the LGBTQIA community, and uh, people of color and indigenous people, I don't think morally if you're going to support that party i don't think morally we can align in that respect as far as to be able to uh to date and you know not even yeah. just sleep together um i mean if i sleep with you and i find out afterwards then hey i mean oh, no. whatever <laughs> um but if you are if if you're going to align yourself with that as a whole um and if you don't align yourself with those ideas I find it very difficult for you to say I'm a Republican. Um, if you say I'm independent, but I lean more towards conserv- fiscal conservatism, then I'm like, okay, that, I mean, that's just coded language for libertarian and you're just a Republican that smokes weed. Um, <laughs> I've but, never heard it said that way. That's great. I love that. <laughs> somebody said that to me and I was like, you know what? I feel like that's absolutely true, because that, if you look at like some of the libertarian uh, party platforms, it's a lot of it's a lot of very extreme right wing um, stuff like in, in their platform. But then, okay, weed. You know, like You've got it, the it, occasional it's... little nugget of something that's like common sense. You're like, I I, I understand what you're saying. Exactly. Because I know somebody who's like that. Yeah. Well, we all know somebody that's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That was actually a really nice answer, and I was hoping I would have tripped you up with that one. She she was ready. Her wig was pinned on there thoroughly. It's weird. Like It's not something I thought eight years ago, ten years ago, twelve years ago, that would ever be something I'd have to worry about. You know, but I was much younger and the world wasn't better. But a lot of these evils and these injustices were not um, celebrated by some of the highest ranking people in our country. So, well, evil evolved, evil tends to evolve. So, well, it was emboldened. That was the problem, is that the evil hasn't evolved. The evil is the same evil. I mean, we compare it to, um, I mean, fascism is fascism. We compare a lot of what's going on right now to the rise of Hitler, not because we want to demonize a person, but because it's what's happening. We, we learn, we, we, you're paying attention to history. 
Exactly. When you pay attention to history, you can see how things can either evolve toward backwards or forwards just by how it's already happened. I'm exactly. convinced that the current situation is basically the equivalent of Hydra uh, infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D., but it wasn't sneaky. It was just like, hey, I'm Hydra. I'm going to take over S.H.I.E.L.D. Cool? Cool. I got big I mean, plans. Huge. 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 China. Huge <laughs> mental plans. Hail Hydra. <laughs> so many heads. It'll have the most heads it ever had. The biggest Hydra that ever Hydra'd. <laughs> Actually, no, I kind of I want a shirt like that now. I feel like I want to call this episode the biggest Hydra that ever Hydra'd. <laughs> It makes no sense, <laughs> it's... but it kind of does all at the same time. <laughs> all right, so okay, look at look at Pat and his experience and wisdom. His you you was I uh, was that cunning, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Charisma, Charisma. uniqueness, nerve, talent, synergy. I feel like cunningness works almost better. De- Depending on the season, I feel like it works better. So, anyway, Josh, you're up. So, have you ever dated, one night standed, um, hung out with a guy that you were into, and you were like, "Oh, oh, that's 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 a that's a robe on the wall. That's a that's a bold <laughs> that's a bold choice. Let's just uh, go to dinner and not talk about that." <laughs> any any problematic boys in your past? Literally every guy I've ever dated. <laughs> <laughs> in in some capacity. Um <laughs> You know, before I asked the question, I remembered where you said you you kind of grew up and I was like, Oh no, this could go <laughs> both ways. <laughs> um and yeah, in some form or capacity, um Almost every guy I've ever actually dated or... Ex- so let's let's preface by the probability of me being, cr- like, crushing on someone is usually not reciprocated either, A, because they're straight, but I haven't crushed on a straight boy in a really long time, so I got that going for me, at least. Um, or... <clears throat> oh, we're, count- we're counting crushes, though, too. So if there are any crushes that, you know, I, I ultimately think the crushes that I've had were pretty much either celebrities or heterosexual. Um, huh. And then the gay ones that I've crushed on, I usually manage to uh, crush on the ones that happen to reciprocate as well. But then they tend to be problematic in some capacity. Now, <clears throat> just in case someone ends up listening to this episode. <laughs> This does not include my current situation. <laughs> Good save there. I really hope they keep listening till you get to that part. Otherwise, they could just easily hit pause and come looking for you. I'm going to text like... We, we say that now until... Let's see what happens after the relationship is over at some point in the future. Right. Um, wait. <laughs> Bless this mess. Why does it gotta end? <laughs> But that's a good save. You caught it. I'm proud of you. So I'm an optimist, um, and I tend to be resilient, call it naivete, 
perhaps. Um, but oh, I, I do all the time. I would like to say I would. I don't like my past bad experiences to reflect my decision to keep trying and hope for the best. Dust yourself off and try again. You can dust it off and try again. <laughs> well, that's that's one of the things I've I've actually had a conversation with uh, my mom about where she asked. She was just like, "Wait, there's racist gay people too." And I'm like, yes, what do you, what do you think's happening? And, Mm -hmm. you know, she had, she realized that once she had kind of accepted that, you know, we're not goblins skulking in the shadows looking to convert the entire planet into some sort of gay mecca. That's um, just you. That's just me. um, She, uh, she realized she developed an idealism. And there's nothing wrong with being idealistic, as long as, you know, you don't continue to slam your head against that wall, which I don't think you, you, I think eventually you stopped. So, slow down. I adapt and I evolve. So each time, I keep one eye slightly more widened than usual, so then my eye's gonna be like, is it, is it, is it brown? You know, um, (laughs) (laughs) so I- It's always the brown eye. I tend to, each time that it does end up happening, I tend to go in the next one just a little bit more observant, a little bit more cautious. Like, I pay attention. I, I know more than I say um, or let on, usually. But you, yeah, Unless I'm in denial. Have you ever been in denial? All the time. <laughs> it's not just the river in Egypt. <laughs> so, like, what's the... What's the problem? like... Can you give us, like, a greatest hits of, like, a top ten of, like, from, like, slightly problematic to, like, absolutely the worst? Um, so, I guess the biggest thing is, the biggest problematic aspect is emotional, pro- uh, emotional availability. So, it's the, they tend to appear at first emotionally available then everything's going honky dory and then after a certain point they're like mm, yeah you know what i'm just not ready <laughs> when you basically had those moments that oh girl you're basically married now like you you're ready like it's impossible to be at this point and not be ready um but that's just kind of like the the general overview, but it, it break, breaks down in, in different situations or, or di- with the different guys. <clears throat> so one of them um, basically was a manipulator, so he just didn't want to be alone. And I was convenient. I was nearby. Uh, I was present. So um, he just kind of went along with the ride, and then I got to a certain point where I guess he had something better. And so he's like, okay, well, fun while it lasted, but uh, I'm going to bounce now. It's, yeah, I've uh, I've seen that before. Convenience is like the biggest red flag I think I've ever witnessed. Convenience can be one of those things that like really get you. Have you ever had um, a uh, a guy that by today's social standards is not exactly uh, more morally hitting that moral G spot. 
Have you crushed on any racists lately? <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever crushed on any racists or any um, bigots. Overt when... racists or bigots, which we'll say, because we, we could dig. We could do some digging for you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us the names. We'll do We'll do the dirty work. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I've actually had that be a, uh, a factor, which, which I, I don't know. I tend to associate myself with at least, you know, higher end people in that regard. So everyone's usually on the same page as far as race and ethnic race and ethnicity and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, that hasn't been a, an issue. All right, so uh, same for Pat's question. Um, would you date somebody that is uh, Republican? Are you currently dating somebody that's Republican? <laughs> have you now or have you ever been in a relationship with somebody who is a Republican who smokes weed, a.k.a. a libertarian? Wait, I guess <laughs> by that standard, I would I would apply to that. <laughs> I would fall in that category, so I have, if that's the way that you're going to describe it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew the answer to that was yes, but but would you date somebody that's Republican? That was like, I am a hardcore Republican. I'll listen to your your point of view, but it's not going to change my political leanings. There are some Republican things that I... I can kind of get behind or I kind of understand a little bit more than others. Um, I think it's possible to, to have, for someone to be Republican, but if possible, like <laughs> a good Republican, I guess if, if that's, a, if that can be a thing. So you, so you'd be, a, you'd, you'd be down for a relationship. If it really did. If they were that way. It depends on the ideals. Yes, um, I would be open to it. So, but it, it has to be logical. And there, if you can logically explain to me why you agree with this, I'm more willing to listen and understand. Um, but if you spill out nonsense and illogical thinking, boy, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay because that because that's just ignorance like for 100 percent okay and I, and I ain't got time for that no nobody's got time for that all right listeners if you've enjoyed this or any of the other content that flame on provides for you why not head over to flameonshow.com and follow us on your favorite social media platform just scroll to the bottom and you'll be able to click on those chicklets and follow us on the platform of your choice. Flame On is listener-funded entertainment, so if you would like to help support us in making these shows for you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash flameonshow, where you can subscribe at any of the four levels that we offer. There's great content for you up there, and more new content coming very soon. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash flameonshow today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So, I have asked you guys the question, and the answer for me is a resounding, oh God, yes, I have (laughs) slept with and chatted with and attempted to date, um a handful of problematic gentlemen. Um, one, I will go with the weirdest one was, and I thought he, I thought he, okay. He, I thought he was doing a bit. I thought he was joking. And the sex was great. And I didn't push it any further until he yelled at a woman in public Hey there, you ginger whore. He uh, apparently was super racist against redheads. I I didn't know that had been an actual thing. I knew it was a thing, like, back in the 1900s. Or, like, 19... Because, I mean, they have no souls, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, when he made that joke, it wasn't a joke. And a friend of mine had met him and was like... No, he hates redheads. Why are you, like, he's not nice to them. And I was like, oh, you're just, okay, you're in on the joke. No, no, when he yelled at the lady, I was like, I'm, I'm just going to not uh, uh, delete. I'm just going to delete this phone number. Um, and I only slept with him one more time. <laughs> uh, just, to get, also, just to get your fill. Just to make sure. Um, he was also a drug dealer. Not the first d- drug dealer that I um like slept with slash hung out with um but not the one that i stole three hundred dollars from um so the next one would be the drug dealer that i don't i i found his gun it was christmas eve my mom had messed up and she was in chicago and i was in atlanta more or less by myself so i went to the eagle uh, and there's this guy that I had been chatting with and everything, and he lived right around the corner from there, so we went back to his place, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, uh, and then I was gonna ask him if you want to go to the Waffle House, since it was probably the only thing open, and he was asleep, so I was like, well, I'll just let myself out, I don't wanna, uh, walk of shame on Christmas Day, I feel like that is just an absolute sin, um, and I went to his bathroom, which he had to go through the kitchen, and I went to the bathroom, came back out, and I'm like, that is an assault rifle and a Glock. Huh. That's a giant pile of cocaine. (laughs) Cocaine! Next to 12 stacks of $100 bills. Well then, I don't think I got in mom anything for Christmas. So, um, I unloaded the guns, 
I made sure that empty clips were put back in them. Um, the safeties were put on, and then I grabbed three hundred dollars and got out. And he—I thought he might have been killed because clearly he was—he was doing a running game or something. Um, but I ran into him like years later, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I was really into drugs, and I got clean." And I was like, "Oh, that's great." You didn't get <laughs> shot for being 300 light on, uh, I think what actually was two mil. Uh, yeah. So. So yeah, Waffle just, House. That's, <laughs> that's just, uh, and I, did I go to Waffle House? No, I went to Krispy Kreme. Uh, so let me tell but, you. But you were wanting to take me? him to Waffle House? Yeah, I was wanting to take him to Waffle House. So did your hash browns not get smothered and covered enough? You had to get more? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love that he just went to Krispy Kreme because it's right across the street from the Eagle. It is. So he was just like, ur, ur, back up. <laughs> but let <laughs> me tell through, you, bitch. I swear the woman at that drive-thru knew exactly what I had done. There's <laughs> no, I don't know if she was an angel or something, but she just gave me this look. When I tried to give her, I gave her, I tried to give her a hundred dollar bill, and she looked at the hundred dollar bill, looked at me, I had a hickey. She could smell the sin off of you. She was like, you could see it in her head. If I had given her a whole bunch of ones, she would have been like, oh, this man is stripper. The fact that I rolled up at a Krispy Kreme at like 1.30 in the morning christmas day and had a whole bunch of hickeys she was like this fucking prostitute (laughs) is giving me his whore money and i'm like i was like i just want to get a dozen donuts and go home it's for my mama and she was just like "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh so yeah that to uh their um what's the worst one the worst one, he had been in jail, and he had a teardrop. He had like two or three teardrop tattoos, which means you've killed some, you've killed people. Um, and I ghosted him, and I was that was I was terrified for a hard moment. I was scared that he was going to track me down, and be like, "You don't ghost me. I've killed men for less." Um, so, so now we'll, I'll ask you since you've asked <laughs> us. Would you date a Republican? Have you dated a Republican? Have you now or have you ever been in a relationship with someone who shares the Republican ideals but smokes weed, a.k.a. a libertarian? Actually, yes. Um, uh, An old friend of mine uh, from college, he... It's it's very interesting. He was a very staunch Republican back in, like, 2007, 2008. Uh, but watching actual issues had to personally affect him for him to start breaking down. Because uh, I know, it, at least within the last two elections, he did vote Democrat in one of those because he was just like, absolutely not. May have been the last one. Yeah, it was the last one. He was like, no, fuck this guy. Um, so he, he at least had some sense about him. Yes. He's very, he's got a very non-nonsense. He used to be very on board with the whole immigration stuff. And then he had a friend whose visa got canceled for no reason. And he was tech- he was an illegal immigrant until he willingly just went back home. 
because he was like, there are people that are trying to get here from bad situations. I'm just trying to, like, get a job and make money. Um, but he, it was funny because he had texted me and he went, you know, I fully understand Democrats and liberals and all their ideas on, uh, on, uh, immigration into the country. And, uh, he's like, I just feel like I need just a little bit more information. And I was just like, well, how about this? We don't have a high enough birth rate to keep the population up if we don't Im let people immigrate into the country. And he was like, there it is. All right. Well, nope. The Republican Party's shit on immigration. Got it. And it was just one of those moments where I was like, did I contribute to the conversion of a Republican? Where um, did you go? I know, right? I have my moments. Uh, when I'm not stealing from drug dealers, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm converting Republicans into slightly better Republicans. Um, <laughs> welcome to my home. Uh, but I... I'm more open to a friendship, like a close friendship, before anything romantic with somebody with clashing ideals. Because right now, everything's so turbulent, everything's so incredibly fucked up. You know, it's one of those things where, especially with all the Black Lives Matter stuff, and it's just, my... My level for nonsense has gotten uh, way lower than it has been in the past couple of years, and it's not it's not changing. Like I'm not there's I'm not softening my stance on a lot of things anymore. And I used to do that. That's one thing I used to do is I would soften my stance on things, you know, for whatever. Um, but uh, so I'd be open to I'd be open to a friendship. I would prefer a frenemy ship because I, I don't have enough frenemies in my life. Um, so, especially since they all keep moving away from Orlando. Uh, right. What's <laughs> up with that? Right. Um, however, it's so, yeah, I'm, I'm open to keeping, if I'm, if I'm, I'm open to keeping somebody like that in my life, either, because I think that maybe their views are skewed and maybe having me in their life could actually push them into either a more medium path or a more, you know, a, maybe a more democratic path. Not so much conversion, but just so much I want them to have all the facts, not just certain facts. Um, and, and, and it's good for the other way, too. I mean, having yeah. a balance and... Being able to rationally and logically debate yeah. is good. And a lot of people talk about this, especially once echo chamber became like the big buzzword for having a difference in political opinion. And the problem with with that, in, in my opinion, is a lot of times, especially in the social media world, there isn't intellectual, reasonable, logical debates or chats or conversations. Every so often you come across it. Yeah. But it's very rare to have a logical debate with somebody of a differing opinion on social media. 
in your real life in person and like those types of things uh when you know them it's a lot easier and a lot different Mm -hmm. but when you are just kind of being bombarded with well give me one reason why the person in the oval office isn't doing a good job and then you give them like five and they're like uh well see you can't just give me one and then they feel like they've won the argument and you're like but i legit just told you all of the well i mean well do you have proof and then you i I read something show me the tax returns (laughs) there's your proof (laughs) i have a question what do you do well successfully quickly 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 Quickly. come on bianca um but i i read something online where it was saying that like as soon as somebody says well show me your show me your proof or show me the evidence or or show me something to back it up just end the conversation there because they don't want they legit just want you to waste your time because they're not going to change their opinion. They could easily find all of this information out, look at multiple sources, not just, oh, here's this one website that's telling me this information. Um, I saw a meme and it was talking about this mother who was killed because she screamed that, you know, something at a Black Lives Matter uh, protester and then they killed her. Where's the outrage? Where's the news coverage? But when I Googled it, legit only like, extreme far-right conspiracy um websites had that information there was not even not even just like oh like this event happened i think there was maybe one instance of like uh of a a legit news source having something about the death of this woman but none of these other like crazy conspiracies were on anything other than conspiracy websites and if you're going to post that stuff, if that's your source, I'm not dealing with it because you are obviously so entrenched in that conspiracy in that world that I'm not pulling you out of it. Yeah. And that's that's, I think, the biggest part of it is if you are going to have friends or frenemies that are going to challenge your beliefs and you can challenge theirs and you can grow and learn from each other. Awesome. You know, at the, like, like I said, and that's that's why I was saying at this current point in time, if you're going to align your ideals in that respect, because a lot of what the Republican Party's platform is, is supporting big businesses and not supporting human rights and the people that make those businesses run. And I, it just doesn't morally align. I'm not going to say that you're a bad person. I'm not going to say that we can't be friends. But as soon as you start... My favorite meme, and I, I, as soon as I find it again, I need to save it and always have it. It's something along the lines of, I don't unfriend people for political differences. And then it's a little list where it's like political differences. Where, uh, where money should be spent on fixing roads. How much money should be for this. Like, you know, infrastructure things. Yeah. And then it's like, not political differences, human rights. Black Lives Mattering. Like, all of these. Because that's not political. Yeah, that's human rights. Human rights are human rights, no matter what you're talking about. Univers- you know, healthcare should be a human right. How are we still not on that page of people shouldn't have to go into extreme debt to live? Because they're, you know, all the things that we are dealing with, especially right now through this pandemic, 
we're not being supported and we're being told that we have to choose whether or not to go back to work and potentially catch a virus that could kill you or you basically die because you don't have insurance or financial support or anything of that nature to continue to live. And how are we still the only like first world country, one of the wealthiest countries, one of the most advanced countries in the world. And we don't have that support. Yeah. So that's where the ideals for me shift into a, I can't date you. You want to suck my dick? Maybe. (laughs) But that's a different thing. I feel like I've heard that from one of my problematic ones. The straight guy. You can do stuff to me. And in the end, don't we all just want somebody to do stuff to us? I mean, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody wants their pancake buttered. (laughs) Oh, that's the episode title. Everybody do stuff to us. Pancakes and butt stuff. 2021. The year of I just want stuff done to me. <laughs> I mean, at this point, <laughs> honestly, it's been so long. Oh, doing to and doing and getting from. Let's let's just make it all happen. Oh. Once it's safe to do so, or you've logically put together a bubble and you are on the same page as far as not having sex with other people or you're putting yourself in high risk situations. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Y'all struggle. <I> <laughs> I just don't want to die for a mediocre dick. That was the <laughs> best comment ever. I just, I'd rather, I'd like That's to die. That's a shirt. I'd like That's to a die shirt. for plat, platinum, premium. Pre, I want to die for premium dick. Or butt, whichever. Just yeah. Wipe, I'll wipe your seat off for you. Get it all dusted off and sit on down. <laughs> <laughs> I wipe my face off. For those of you uh, listening in podcast land, so I, thank I think, you, boys. I think I'm going to try to come up with a design for COVID nineteen, but it's going to have like a little virus thing on it, and then it says "Don't die for mediocre dick." <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you, boys. Rona twenty twenty. Don't die for mediocre dick. <laughs> I, I I think that should be our, our main pro- product for this year. Uh, we could work on that. <laughs> you guys have done great today. I've Once again, you guys have risen above the task that I have thrown at you. And I, and I have proven to everybody else that I am the trash gremlin that uh, I am perceived to be. That's fine. Um... I mean, I've stolen money from a drug dealer, so what have you done with your life lately? Um, yeah, I feel like I've done nothing in my life. I feel like I haven't lived. Thank you for that. My favorite part of that entire story was him saying he didn't want a walk of shame on Christmas morning. He didn't want to feel like a sinner. And then he went and stole $300 from a drug dealer. <laughs> right? <laughs> it, that's even points. That's like... Well, no, though... I mean, that's like... That's like stealing money's bad, but I stole money from a bad person. 
But, but you, you didn't also... give it to Thor. You gave it to a lady at a Krispy Kreme. I did. And I Where did the donuts for your mom? Yes. But that there's hesitation. The, nope. Doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count. I know I'm going to the bad place. You say he gave the money to the Krispy Kreme lady. But remember, she didn't take it. She knew. <laughs> but I will say that you did redeem yourself in um, making sure that the clip wasn't uh, loaded and the safety was put on. So he didn't accidentally kill himself Yeah, in his home. So Bonus points. It, you get points there, <laughs> but lots of negative points on the other side. So... <laughs> Well, that has been a fantastic new episode of Now That's What I Call Gay Life. We'll be back. We have another uh, kind of point-counterpoint addendum addition to this topic. So that will be in our next episode. So thank you, BJ and Josh, for a delightful chat. I'm amazing. (laughs) These topics are fantastic. You've been doing a great job. If I haven't said that before or enough, I say it now and to so everybody that is listening can hear that. You've been doing a great job with these, and I think overall our listeners have been enjoying them. Thank you. All right. So with that being said, thank you, dear listeners, and we will see you in two weeks with another episode of Now That's What I Call Gay Life. Bye, bitch. Bye. Adios. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.